If your business is tired of paying unpredictable and high phone bills, do what I did. Switch to Zoom Calls Cloud Business Phone Service. You'll pay the same low amount every month, no matter how many calls you have in the U.S. and Canada. And Zoom Calls has a really cool feature called voicemail drops. Whenever you reach someone's voicemail, just say hi in their name and then click a couple of buttons on your phone to leave your pre-recorded message. It saves both your voice and your time. Check out zoomcalls.com. That's zoomcalls.com. I think you'll love it. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. All right, well, we have calls for the 25th Amendment to be invoked. We have calls for impeachment. Of course, a lot of this is predictable, expected. And here we go. Busy week. Um, I know many of you are looking for answers. I know many of you are uh, just kind of reeling through all of this. You held on hope. Held on to hope, I suppose, that President Trump was, in fact, going to um, somehow fight this and and get state legislatures or Mike Pence or Congress to to challenge these uh, votes effectively. It was always a long shot, but um, it, it didn't happen. And, and he's, of course, released a video uh, video statement. I don't know if it's technically. Um, him conceding. He doesn't use those words, but that's certainly the feel of this uh, two-minute, 41-second video that has been released. By the way, welcome to the program. I am your host, Todd Huff. I am conservative, not bitter, for those of you that are, you know, we've, we've encountered a lot of new people here. You can imagine during this um, I, <laughs> trying and difficult and challenging time that this nation is is going through. Conservative, not bitter, maybe a little bit about that today. But I, I used to say I don't care what you your opinions are. I do care. Um, I want you to be persuaded for constitutional conservatism. I want you to believe in this country as founded. It was not perfect, but the ideas and the principles that this nation was built upon are in fact Good. I'm obviously not including the issue of slavery in there, in case that needs to be said. But the ideas about liberty, the ideas that our freedoms come from God and not government, that you are a citizen, that I am a citizen and not a subject, that our politicians are just that. They're, they're, they're politicians. They're elected representatives. They are not our gods. Government is not our god. We are created to live free, to live in accordance with our conscience, preferences. We can set our own dreams, ambitions, desires, and not be overly regulated or have those dreams and passions and pursuits, the pursuit of happiness interfered with by our government. So we'll get into all these things today. I think today's a good day to kind of take, a, I guess, an inventory. But if you want to email me your thoughts, your questions, your opinions, folks, I even accept adoration and praise. Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. I know I've, I've heard from a lot of you recently, and 
I do my very best to get back with everyone uh, and to do that in a reasonable amount of time. Uh, but but it's there's a lot right now, as you can imagine. As I shared yesterday, and I won't get into this into details again, but this of all the times I've been doing this in the past five five plus years, this is by without any doubt the most challenging times uh, that 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 I've had. And I don't I'm not whining. I'm just telling you that there are there's a lot of things to manage and, and to um, you know, on any given any given day on this program, there's 500 directions I feel like the program could go. And that was magnified by thousands, it seemed, during this uh, during these past few months, really probably the last four or five months when you factor in the months leading up to the election anyway. There's just um, a lot of things, and I think, I think there's a lot of questions, concerns, and I, I want to go through some things today. That's what I want to. That's what I want to do. I guess we should start here off the top. In case you have not heard President Trump uh, speaking from the White House yesterday, this um, you could say is a concession speech. It's at least a speech that says he's going to ensure a smooth transition. Which let me pause and say this. We knew this all along, right? We we knew that this this would happen all along. That this, you know, I try to. I understand that we have people listening to this program from all different starting points. Some people have no idea what a conservative is. You've been lied to about what we believe. You've been told that we're racist and homophobic, and women. We believe women should be barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen and. Good old boy network and all this sort of thing, slapping each other on the back as we take, uh, we make our millions, I guess, off the backs of the working class. That's simply not, I'm not saying there's no idiots out there that, that think like that, but that is not what conservatism is. It's not the people I know. That's not me. Uh, I believe that we were all created in the image of God. I'm a conservative Christian as well. We get into that from time to time. I shouldn't say from time to time. It's really the core of what this program is about. But we, it's it's a politics first through the eyes of a Midwestern conservative Christian who loves the Constitution, like you do, who believes in liberty. Some of you are may maybe are just new to this concept and want to understand. I'm happy to help, especially today. In fact, you might want to share this program today. I don't know for folks who who maybe misunderstand some things about politics or conservatives. That's some of the stuff we're going to get into today. So, but I, I, you know, when I, when I start to talk about, um, things, I have to think about this. It's almost, you know, like if you're a, it's similar to, I don't want to say it's like, but it's similar to, in in some ways, you know, being a pastor at a church and you think, yeah, I, I have to deliver a message. And I have to realize that some people who come into that sanctuary auditorium, whatever you call your uh, your place of worship, where you listen to your preacher. So you have to think some people in those pews have never, they don't know anything about this Bible. Other folks may potentially know more about me, the preacher, or more about the Bible than I do as the preacher. And so how do I communicate? What do I, how do I make this message at least, you know, apply, I don't want to say apply because it's the word of God, but how do I communicate it so that it's can be received or heard properly as best as I can as a mere man to get that, you know, to, to speak to a wide swath of people. Kind of the same thing here. We've got people who misunderstand conservatives, and we have people who are 
students of the Constitution of American history, understand the philosophy of the founders and all this sort of stuff. And so anyway, if you're new, I welcome you to the program. I want to start here. Um, and you don't, and that's that's fine. You got to start where you are, and we're happy to to help you along. And we don't ridicule you along. We might tease and mock liberalism, but we don't uh, we we don't mock, destroy. This is not personal. But you have to be able to talk about ideas in a way to communicate them clearly. So sometimes it might step on toes, but it's always it's always done from a position of love and truth. So here we go. I want to start. With President Trump yesterday at the White House, and this, I'm going to play the whole thing because I, I have no idea, depending upon where uh, you consume your news or if, if Twitter was blocking this at the moment that you uh, were on Twitter or they had, you know, banned Trump, locked him out of his account, whatever's going on. I don't know if you saw this or what, if you've seen the whole thing or heard the whole thing. So here it is President Trump um, doing. His version, I guess, of a of a concession speech after everything that's transpired here in the past couple of days or really the past couple of months. Here is President Trump. I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack on the United States Capitol. Like all Americans, I am outraged by the violence, lawlessness, and mayhem. I immediately deployed the National Guard and federal law enforcement to secure the building and expel the intruders. America is and must always be a nation of law and order. The demonstrators who infiltrated the Capitol have defiled the seat of American democracy. To those who engaged in the acts of violence and destruction, you do not represent our country. And to those who broke the law, you will pay. We have just been through an intense election. Okay, pause. I want to, I want to stop there. That's kind of the first... The first part. He's talking about what happened at the U.S. Capitol on uh, on Wednesday as they were going through the process of debating electors and all this. And there was the MAGA crowd was there, a pro-Trump rally that morning, a lot of energy, a lot of emotion. Um, and then, of course, we know um, there were other folks there as well. And but the Trump. Uh, there's supporters. There's, I think, uh, you know, some people think it was all Antifa. Some people think it was all Trump. Some people think it was a mixture of both. But regardless of who they were, what happened, and I know it does matter who it was for the sake of optics and for the sake of uh, legitimizing or delegitimizing a particular political viewpoint. So I'm not brushing it under the rug. I am saying whoever it was, it's unacceptable. President Trump. Folks, these are clear these are clear words of condemnation against this. They act, they the media, they the Democrat Party. And of course they they want to invoke now the twenty fifth amendment, where they want President Trump's cabinet to come out and to say this guy's unfit for office here in the pat in the final twelve days or whatever we're at now of his term. He needs to be removed. If not, the House, Nancy Pelosi has mentioned impeach, uh, impeachment for the what the seven hundred and ninth time. I'm sure she's crying again, wringing her hands as she prays for President Trump at night. This is what she's told us in the past. Um, of course, they don't have time to do this. Um, this is more about <laughs> this is about a lot. This is about retribution. This is about making sure that President Trump 
doesn't have or they try to eliminate his opportunity to run in 2024 by impeaching and removing him from office. This is about a lot of things. This is this is about vengeance. This is about making people who do not believe in the big state. This is about making them pay. This is what this is. But President Trump, as we've always known from the beginning, and if you didn't know this, you just didn't You've been deceived by the media, which fall in line for that one because a lot of folks have been deceived by the media. But President Trump, President Trump is um, has always has always when we got to the point we're at, which is the electors had been accepted by Congress, and Vice Pence or Vice President Pence um, didn't didn't do anything to to stop it. Of course, some say he can't or what. That's that's a whole other discussion. But once it got past all the the checkpoints, past the courts, past the state legislatures, past the governors and secretaries of state, once it got to the point to where it was before Congress and it got passed and they accepted that that vote, regardless of the amount of fraud, which it was rife with fraud, no matter the amount of corruption and problems that we saw, no matter what happened on election night in Georgia, even a couple of days ago, a repeat, I repeated the same exact thing. So that being said, we knew, we all knew, if you paid attention, that President Trump was not going to lock himself in the White House. I mean, the people that proclaim this stuff cannot be taken seriously. He was going to fight and he was going to use every avenue open to him. And he was going to stand firm. And that's been the truth from the beginning. And he was he was not going to have to be escorted out by SEAL Team 6, I think. is Was it Obama that suggested that? <laughs> anyway, so he condemned it in clear words. But yet they'll still talk about the 25th Amendment. And I know Betsy DeVos and other folks have have already resigned over this. There's a whole other discussion. I don't even know I want to get get into about that. People jumping ship here the final days. They think that somehow this – that trumps the reason for all this and that they, they can distance themselves you know, by resigning and so forth. Anyway, first things first, he condemned it in clear words there. So quick timeout is in order. We'll come back and play the remaining couple minutes of this, uh, this speech that he gave last evening. But we'll do that after a quick timeout. So sit tight. You're listening to Conservative Not Bitter Talk. I am your host, Todd Huff, back here in – just a minute. Welcome back. Why do why do I I don't know not spend more time talking about whether it was Antifa, Trump supporters, a mixture at the Capitol building? I'll I'll tell you why, and I get it, it does matter. Right, I mean, it does it does matter, but I, I said to someone yesterday, you know, the I speak for me. I speak for me. You speak for you. I've said from this. You can go back. I mean, years probably on this program, um, and you'll hear. I, I remember talking about this, where I said, "There's there's idiots in every group. There are. There's bad people in every group. You know how I know this because." But because the Bible tells us that we're all, uh, we've all fallen short of the glory of God. I mean, there's, 
So it's absolutely possible that there are people who voted for the same guy I did that are not good people. Now, the question is, does the movement itself embrace an ideology that's rooted in bad behavior or immoral actions? You know, like, for example, the Black Lives Matter leaders, they tell us that they're trained Marxist. Marxism, folks, is evil and straight from the pits of hell. That is a evil ideology. That is not what Make America Great Again is. Make America Great Again is talking about returning America away from the bureaucratic state, away from the deep state, away from the swamp, and towards this this nation that embraces liberty, the individual, freedom, free markets, capitalism, all that sort of stuff. Those are good things. Those are good things indeed. Freedom is a good thing. Power leaving D.C. and returning to the states and the individual is a good thing. So that's why. They don't speak for me. If they're Antifa, they clearly don't speak for me because we've got nothing in common. If they voted for the same guy I voted for, they don't speak for me because it's not the reasons. It's not my mindset. It's not – it doesn't – what we have in common is the person we voted for. That doesn't mean that they – that we voted for the same reasons. I mean, we have anything that ideologically or behaviorally similar. I've condemned that. President Trump just that condemned that. Yikes, sorry about that. But President Trump just condemned that in this uh, speech, which we're going to get back to. Anyway, so I want to get back to the speech. I want to get back to the speech here. President Trump, again last night, uh, from the White House, giving... Some would say a concession speech. Some would say a speech that talks about all of the things that will happen uh, pertaining to the transition of power, but not really technically a can, uh, tran- uh, excuse me a concession speech because he doesn't say that. I don't think he he doesn't he clearly doesn't cry, uh, congratulate Joe Biden, which I'm not suggesting he should. I'm just telling you it's it's different in tone and tenor in that way uh, and in structure. But anyway, let's get back to this. President Trump again at the White House. Giving, giving this speech, and let's pick up where we left off. Okay, now it's not. From time to time, the audio feed does this. Let me recue this. I don't know why it did this. Let's try it again. Wasn't this just great? Let me back out here. Trying to cue this sucker up again. Okay, so um, since I'm having trouble with this, let me go back to what I was saying a bit earlier last segment. So people want to blame Trump for everything that's that's happened here in Washington, D.C., the Capitol building, all the angst, all the anxiety, all the tension and fear and all this, right? I've said on this program before, I've said on this program before, and I stand, I stand by this. I stand by this. This, what we've seen happen to President Trump is the same thing that happens to any Republican president. Really, any conservative Republican candidate or person that they're afraid of or person that they want to defeat, whether that be a congressman, a senator. Of course, there's not many. There's not many of those. There's only a couple, and I mean a couple. One of the things I'm... You want to talk about me being ticked off. It's being ticked off at the people in Congress. 
It's being ticked off at the people in Congress who were prepared to object to the electors and then because of actions that have nothing to do with that, coward and, uh, well, they, they just, they capitulated. They gave in and they cite some riot outside or even in the Capitol building, which was terrible. I'm not, people died. An, an officer now has, uh, has been, has died because of uh, wounds sustained at the, uh, at the riot, right? Bad things. But principle requires you to do the same thing, the right thing in and of itself. And if the election was stolen, if the electors are questionable, then you've got to question that. And these folks don't understand that. These politicians are largely a joke. I have no affinity for these folks. No, we have no interest. We have to find people, and I mean today. I mean today. And by the way, if you want to be a part of this, we need to build a community. I I don't care if you don't listen to this program, if you have someone that wants to be a part of a conservative movement that's interested in literally making a difference, not just to, you know, for the sake of, uh, there's the business side of this. I, I don't care if no one listens, to, if the people don't listen to this program and don't subscribe to our uh, you know, become a, cons- a member, uh, a, a, you know, a subscriber to the program or purchase something at a conservative, not bitter university or any apparel. They don't have to buy it, give us a penny. We need people who need to put aside, you know, all this sort of, it's my movement, my little segment, my show. I don't care about all that at the moment. What I care about are like-minded conservatives getting together, finding candidates that actually are conservative and not wimps and pushovers who aren't affected by the D.C. bubble. And it's tough, folks. It's tough. If you want to be a part of that, right now I'll tell you, subscribe to our newsletter because, well, and that's free. Again, you don't have to do another thing. Tell that to anyone that wants to be a part of the, of the movement because there's some things we're going to roll out here over the past, over the next, uh, I don't know, the next couple of months. And it's going to start with that newsletter that newsletter crowd, toddhuffshow.com slash subscribe. And you can tell them. I don't even want – we're not – I mean there's, there's opportunities if they want to you know, subscribe or go to CNBU. That's built into our – those are going to be in the emails. But they can totally ignore that. I don't even care. What I care about is this country. What I care about are the leaders that we elect. But this same tactic, the same technique was used against George, uh, George W. Bush back in the early 2000s when he was president. Same exact technique and tactics. He was demonized. He was attacked relentlessly. Now, he wasn't attacked nearly as much as Trump was attacked, but why was, why was that the case? Well, that was the case because Trump, Trump fought back. That's the difference, folks. Trump fought back. Usually what happens, usually what happens is the media and the Democrats call a conservative a name. That conservative freaks out, you know, calls mommy hides i don't just freaks out right i'm talking elected conservative elected republican maybe there's some there's some exceptions but this is what happens they go on defense then they probably issue an apology they go on cnn and cry and say how sorry they are for being associated with whatever whatever they've been accused of which of course is uh in case by case who knows we got bad people like i said everywhere but ideologically, if you're a true conservative, it's a lie what they're accusing you of. But see, Trump is different. 
They accuse Trump, and Trump says, okay, fake news, bring it. You think, you think that I'm intimidated by you. It only motivates me. It only energizes me. So what does the fake news do? What does the Democrat Party do? They amp it up. They make it more intense. They talk about impeachment. Trump says, bring it. You don't scare me. Not only are you fake news, you're very fake news, Jim Acosta. And this continues to go. And it goes up. Their ante is raised. It keeps going step by step. That is why we're in this condition that we're in. Who are the ones, folks? Who are the ones that immediately, remember, there's, there's still hashtags out there. They're part of the resistance. They're part of the resistance movement. Not my president. They would scream. Folks, as much as I hate to admit this, Joe Biden is president. And, well, will be president January 20th. And that applies to all Americans. We've got to deal with it. I don't agree with his ideology. I think it's a joke. I think that they stole this election. But this is what we've gotten to in this country. We have to reclaim this. It is pure and simple, which, again, is why I was saying we're, we're going to really put some effort towards that and give you some real concrete, definitive steps that we can take. And we're going to find – I'm telling you, we are going to go out there and do our level best to find people that can replace these jokers. Replace these jokers, these wimps in Washington, D.C., in state houses, what have you. These wimps around the country, Republicans cowering. That's why this was so energized. Trump didn't call up and, and encourage people to break into the Capitol building. Give me a break. Give me a break. And by the way, why is it bad when Trump supporters allegedly do it? And it's okay when Black Lives Matter sets, set fires. Well, Todd, that's not the same group. Well, I'm telling you, these folks in the Capitol building don't represent me. They're not Trump voters any more than the BLM people that were burning down cities weren't embracing the true concept of BLM. I don't want to get into these games of semantics. These behaviors are bad and unacceptable, uh, unacceptable no matter who does them. We have to, we have to follow the law, and we have to be. Uh, well, we just have to respect the way to win this argument. If we're going to say, "Hey, violence is okay, folks," this is. I mean, th- this goes, <laughs> this goes downhill immediately. We have to win this the right way. I understand what they've done, not all the levels of corruption, but I certainly understand what they've what they've pulled off here. I understand it's a sham. I understand it's a it's a tragedy, and I'm th- they should still investigate this stuff and hold folks accountable. And I don't know if a state legislature decides to try to somehow recall its electors. Maybe they should do that. I don't know what would happen. I'm not saying it would do any good, but for the integrity of their state and to do their responsibility as legislatures, these states should consent continue to pursue that, no matter the outcome here. We should stop. We should do the right thing and, and, and make sure that these folks are held accountable and that we move in a direction away from this nonsense, right? I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty clear to me. So anyway, I know I get, got to get back to this Trump, this Trump uh, speech, but this is what, this is how they treat Republicans. And Oz is getting frustrated with me because it's time to take a break. And I know she's right. She usually is, by the way. So. Quick timeout is in order. But this is their tactics. This is who they are. This is what they do. We have to deal with that. 
We have to put on our big boy and big girl pants and say, this is how they're going to treat us. They're going to call me names on this show. I don't care. I get entertained by some of these things. You know, my identity is in Christ. I come on this program. I know what I'm, who I am and what I believe and what I'm communicating every day. If folks don't get it or want to intentionally misrepresent it, I don't care. I don't care. You can't reach everybody. I would like to. I don't hate the folks. I find it comical. Folks are so sometimes deranged and full of hatred and confusion and just inner turmoil. Anyway, don't panic. Don't panic. And don't panic when we go to break here. Sit tight. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I am your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. appreciate those of you who signed up for the email newsletter again i'm not i don't expect anything else we we just we want to build this community we do have things that folks can you know become uh, students at cnbu you don't have to do any of that we just want to we need to get like-minded people together quit caring about territory for a moment quit caring about my audience this audience folks that are interested in, in regaining liberty and control of this nation, not in a, in a way of you know control like the dictators think, but just getting this country to return to its constitutional conservative roots, getting uh, conservatism back in the driver's seat, so to speak, of the Republican Party. That's what we're trying to do. And I appreciate those of you that have signed up even in the past little bit. I only bring that up because, again, you can go do that at toddoffshow.com slash subscribe. You can also subscribe by text. Most most people don't. They go to the link I just gave you. So we're probably going to do away with these this uh, subscription by text. But if you want to do that, again, you text the word Huff to 31996. Text the word Huff to 31996. Let's play really quickly uh, some more about what Trump had to say here in his, uh, you could say, concession speech or concession-like speech. Here is, uh, here's where we left off a couple of segments ago. We have just been through an intense election, and emotions are high. But now tempers must be cooled and calm restored. We must get on with the business of America. My campaign vigorously pursued every legal avenue to contest the election results. My only goal was to ensure the integrity of the vote. In so doing, I was fighting to defend American democracy. I continue to strongly believe that we must reform our election laws to verify the identity and eligibility of all voters and to ensure faith and confidence in all future elections. Now Congress has certified the results. A new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. This moment calls for healing and reconciliation. 2020 has been a challenging time for our people. A menacing pandemic has upended the lives of our citizens, isolated millions in their homes, damaged our economy, and claimed countless lives. Defeating this pandemic and rebuilding the greatest economy on Earth will require all of us working together. It will require a renewed emphasis on the civic values of patriotism, 
faith, charity, community, and family. We must revitalize the sacred bonds of love and loyalty that bind us together as one national family. To the citizens of our country, serving as your president has been the honor of my lifetime. And to all of my wonderful supporters, I know you are disappointed, but I also want you to know that our incredible journey is only just beginning. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. Okay, there it is. That's Trump's probably the closest thing we'll get to a concession speech. There's not going to be any congratulation of of Biden. Um, and, and to some extent, I know that this is not – look, I'm conservative, not bitter. But if we believe that, that this thing was stolen, I mean, that's not even appropriate. It's just, hey, it's this is what happened. Um, I'm going to ensure a smooth transition. There's serious problems in this election. You have every reason to be fired up about this. We have to fix the problem. We have to address this. And by the way, we must do that. We must ensure that this election nonsense never happens again, which is easier said than done because, folks, they think they've got it now. They think that they have, you know, they, they have power, and they do have power, by the way, which is a terrifying notion. These folks are funny, as, as the great Rush Limbaugh said, funny when they're out of power, terrifying when they're in power. But they have power. They're going to have power that they <clears throat> can, uh, can execute, you know, from with, uh, execute from that position of power here in a couple of days, a couple of weeks. And so um, it's going to be a, a tough road to hoe. But, folks, we have truth on our side. We have the Constitution. We have philosophical truths. We understand and have devised, the founders have, set up a system of government that is rooted in rooted in a system that best fits how to live this side of heaven. That's all on our side. We have we have the right ideology, the right respect for freedom, the right concern and fear. And I say fear in the sake of we're shaking in our boots, but a fear of creating a government that's too big for itself. And, if, and we've, we're way past that point. But folks, many of you are out there that are looking to, to stand up. Americans have had enough. This, If nothing else... The truth has been exposed during these last four years. The level and depth of corruption, the level and depth of the deep state, the bureaucratic state, these self-righteous, arrogant, out-of-control politicians at all levels of government, from local to state, some of these folks uh, to federal government, some of these folks think it's more important to put on your favorite team hat and cheer them on. Hunker down, folks. Hunker down, we're all in this together. Say silly, meaningless stuff like that instead of leading this nation to liberty during this intense time of constitutional crisis. And they've got to go. And I mean that through the ballot box. And folks, it can be done. So hang in there, have faith, have hope. I've got to take a break. Be back here in just a minute. I don't have a lot of time here, but I took I jotted some things down, and, and we knew a lot of these things before the results of all of what happened in the 2020 election. But I want to just go through some things that I think more people know now, maybe a lot of people, 
maybe a whole lot of people know this stuff now. So so you can say we knew some we knew this before, but I think more people now agree with this. The Republican Party is weak and unprincipled. In fact, in fact, I believe we need to virtually replace everyone in DC. Everyone, virtually everyone. There's a few exceptions. And this I'm this is this is not going to go away. I'm not going to forget this and neither are you. Number 2, Americans I think are just yearning for politics to be cleared up. They're yearning to, for a return to the foundational principles of this great nation. We as conservatives need to define ourselves. We need to educate others. We need to persuade others. We don't let the media, and again, this is not new, but I think it's really, these things have been put in the spotlight here. And we need to regain control of the Republican Party. Folks, we need a spiritual awakening in this country. And as a conservative Christian, I mean folks need to turn to God. And the Bible talks about that. If we do that, God will, will heal our land. We need healing, and we need, we need a revival, a spiritual awakening. Ideas and principles matter. Again, we know these things, but we've seen it. We've seen this, I think, in the spotlight here as we've gone through this, uh, this nonsense and, in, and these uh, shenanigans. The deep state and the bureaucratic state, the folks in federal government positions of power that we don't know, nameless, faceless people inside this huge bureaucratic state is a real thing, and they are worse than we thought, and they have more power than we thought. Folks, it's up to us. We're going to have to educate. We're going to have to connect and mobilize. That's why I was telling you to join our email newsletter. We just want to build a community. Don't buy a thing for me. That is fine. Your prerogative. Right? I, don't need, I sincerely mean that. Join by texting Huff to 31996. Share this with your friends, other conservative commentators, writers. We need to make a movement. We need to get together and be pushing in the same direction. You're going to join at toddfshow.com slash subscribe. I also think that we've seen the depths of these evils and corruption that we're fighting. I really do. There's other things we've learned as well. I'm simply out of time. Quick time out. Come back and wrap up. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I am your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. Waning moments of the program. I know it's the most... Got to be the most depressing time of the week for you. But fear not. You can listen to archives of this program, com slash listen. Those are free, by the way, as well. You can subscribe to the podcast for free. Again, just to give folks tools and resources and, and, and hope here, right? I mean, we have to we have to band together as conservatives and take legitimate steps, take practical steps, to regain control of this nation. It is out of control. There are a lot of things to be concerned with, but there's never reason to give up hope. And I hope that's what you get from me here at the end of this program today. Hang in there. Tough days ahead, but we can overcome. God bless. SDG. See you Monday. Take care.